Today on Deep Left, Jason and I discuss the Rays falling apart at the worst possible time, take a look at division races as we head down the home stretch of the season, and take a look at prospects that you should keep an eye on for next year's Rookie of the Year market and more. It's a great show. Let's get to it. It's time to go Deep Left. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. And so that'll make it a 4-0 ball game. Hello, everyone, and welcome on into Deep Left and Unabated Baseball Podcast. I'm Thomas Viola, and joining me, as always, Spreadopedia himself, professional sports better, Jason Weingarten. Jason, how is your voice doing post-bet bash here? Sounds like you're recovering a little bit. I know you lost it midway through there. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm like 80% back, you know, got to probably can't scream too much but really uh so many people so much talking the most talking i've done in years i don't know how long but it was so loud like so many people you're in so many people's faces um really i was i was out of voice by uh <clears throat> by the end of it so yeah i'm 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 mostly back how are you i'm doing well you know like even I was starting to lose it. And, you know, I pretty much talk exclusively for a living and I could feel myself starting to strain towards the end for the same reasons. But, you know, we could go on and on about how much fun bet bash was, but if you want to hear about that, check out the last episode of this podcast, not deep left, but the unabated podcast where captain Jack and I gave our recap of everything that went on at bet bash because today we are here to talk about baseball and Jason the playoff races are really heating up. We're getting towards the bitter end of the season. Now we only have two months left, less than that month and a half before the end of the season, uh, before the end of the regular season. Now it's, it's coming down to it. I can't believe how quickly the season has flown by. Yeah. We're, we're in like the, the seventh inning. And if this is, uh, <clears throat> if this is, you know, a baseball game analogy, we're, we're well, well underway. We're, we're getting to the end. It's, it's kind of, and nice because these games all matter. September, it's a lot of fun, and then we get the playoffs where everything is uh, fun becomes exciting. Yeah, and it is going to become real exciting here because, like we said, the playoff races are starting to really get into it. And does that mean that there's any value on some of these races that are starting to go neck and neck? How are you approaching betting division titles and wild card yes versus no's uh, coming down the stretch here? I mean, there's so much going on right now. We got Baltimore all of a sudden surging. Got like a three-game lead. They're out here playing San Diego this week. You know, San Diego is another one of those fringe wildcard teams in the, the National League bunched up. And five or six other teams all playing for those those wildcard spots. But uh, Baltimore all of a sudden has a chance to distance themselves. Got a series versus Oakland coming up. Got the Rockies, the White Sox. Um, you know, Angels coming up beginning of September. So uh, some good chances for them to to really move ahead in this uh, AL East race, especially with the news breaking yesterday. Um, Wander Franco looks like he's gone for the immediate, if not distant future. I uh, don't even know how to start with that stuff there, but but just from a gambling and betting standpoint we're talking about a guy who's like top five in war so you know removing uh a superstar from from a roster a shortstop like that 
going to hurt the Tampa Bay Rays significantly on the field. So, yeah, that's a huge downgrade for them. Hard to see them all of a sudden making a run for the division now without Wander Franco back for the immediate future. In the uh, AL Central, still got the Twins hovering just above 500. The, the This division, though, it's just like nobody's, nobody wants to win it still. I, I don't know how to make heads or tails of this. Um, the Guardians, I want them to win, but they're, they're five games under 500 or whatever. Just not keeping pace with the Twins, but but the Twins still not pulling away. So um, this this is going to be kind of one of those those divisions that might come down to the head-to-head games. Got the uh, the Twins, I think. Twins and uh, Guardians play six times coming up between now and the beginning of September. So um, those games are going to be pretty meaningful, especially with the Guardians getting uh, another crack at uh, at the Rays coming coming down the stretch. Um, all of a sudden, the Rays look look like a team that that might um, you know might be potentially on the outside looking in. I want to see what they look like in the wild card before I. Uh, say that definitively they're five games up on the wild card right now um but wouldn't it be crazy remember the the rays started with the best record in the uh yeah. in the american league they are live not only to to lose the division now they're not even favorites to win the division but um i'm gonna say there's no guarantee they hold on to the the wild card here without wander franco with the pitching injuries they've sustained you know i think like three-fifths of their starting rotation is already out. Um, they're kind of kind of in some trouble here. You know, they might they might have banked enough wins early in the season um, to survive this, but without Wander Franco, this is a completely, completely different team. I, what do you think about the potential for uh, Rays to make the playoffs no bet at this point? Do you see any kind of value? Yeah, um, that, I mean, there was, there was a lot of value in that much earlier in the season if you're jumping on now let's see what FanDuel has I can I can tell you um it's definitely worth a stab at this point but the numbers were uh were higher it's actually a one-way market here so um they still think the Rays are uh minus 2,500 to make the playoffs I think that's probably a bit high but they're not offering a no at FanDuel um, I have to pull up. Let's see if I can pull up DraftKings or something and see what the uh, what the other side is. But yeah, I would <clears throat> I would say it's it's not out of the question. It's still still a lot still a lot of of losing to go. Um, but yeah, without Wander Franco, it's just a completely completely different team. Taking you know a, a top five, top ten type player out is going to hurt anybody at this point, especially with those pitching injuries so yeah a lot, a lot of season left or something crazy to happen here um by the way craziest getting, would be the team sorry you're getting 13 to 1 right now on the raise now 13 at fandle yeah. i mean DraftKings. sorry that's not bad 13 to 1 against the rays making the playoffs i think i think i'd bet that and let's i'm gonna pull up their schedule real quick um just just so i can get a better idea like they're on the road. They're on the road here. <clears throat> um, they got San Francisco and the Angels, Rockies, 
Mets. I sorry, Yankees, Marlins. Not not exactly the crazy schedule, but but down the stretch. I mean, <clears throat> starting September first, I guess even slightly before that with the Marlins, you consider the Marlins a playoff team. I guess you have to right now. Marlins, Guardians, Red Sox, Mariners, Twins, Baltimore, uh, Angels, <clears throat> Orioles, sorry, um, not Orioles, Blue Jays, Red Sox, uh, Blue Jays again. Those are all basically teams that are fighting for playoff spots. So there's no breaks all September for, for the, the Rays. And, you know, as good as their April has been, all of a sudden they could have a really bad September. I mean, it just comes down to pitching and, and they have too many guys that, that just aren't contributing right now. I mean, they're starting rotation. They're they're The pitchers on their injury list are better than, you know, half of the league's starting rotations right now. Yeah, uh, this is, uh, well, I mean, we've already talked about it ad nauseum throughout the entire season here of just how bad the pitching injuries have been, but everything seems to be falling apart for this team at the exact wrong time. Yeah. 13 to one is uh compelling at that price. I think, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of thing, you, you know, you can't, you're like, what else can go wrong? And, you know, a lot more can go wrong. You think this is the bottom. Let's see, uh, see what this week brings. Yeah, we will see what happens. This is going to be, a very interesting and tumultuous time. We won't obviously talk about the reason for Wander Franco being out of the lineup. Well, I, that doesn't seem like something that needs to be touched on a gambling podcast, especially when there's so much unknown about this. We'll wait for the, for major league baseball to make an official statement and we'll let that sort itself out. But in the meantime, any other division races that you have your eye on here, or do you want to go right into talking about some of these prospects? Well, Dodgers have kind of just pulled away from everybody. Um, Cubs are three and a half games back with the Reds. Brewers pulling away a little bit. They might they might just kind of edge everybody out in the end, but Cubs coming on strong. <clears throat> um, Reds fading, not surprising. Braves still leveling up on the Phillies. Looks like that's done. And, yeah, the Dodgers kind of blink an eye. All of a sudden, they're 9-1, uh, and one, their last 10 playing like the team that everyone expected them to be. So yeah, division races are pretty much uh, shaping up the way we expected Astros two and a half back of the uh, Rangers right now. That's still in play. And <clears throat> angels, I mentioned they're circling the drain three and seven last 10 um, can't get out of their own way. 59 and 60. Um, yeah. Times times running out there, but yeah, the uh, stuff with the prospects, some some news on some of the uh, more notable names: Jackson Holiday tearing up Double A for the Baltimore Orioles. Still unlikely that we're going to see him in uh, Baltimore this year, but not out of the question. Um, definitely, at least they got to have that conversation. But uh, more likely, they give him the opportunity to break camp in uh, spring training with the major league team. But you get a lot of these guys right now. Um, it's a question whether or not you're seriously going to send them to triple a and for how long talking like Jackson Churio, um, junior Caminaro, um, Jordan Lawler, one of the top prospects in baseball shortstop for the Arizona diamondbacks was just promoted to 
triple a so you know all of a sudden he's on the doorstep this is a potential move where they give him the next two weeks in triple a to kind of prove himself and then he might be up at the end of the season um but but moving a guy like jordan lawler to uh triple a kind of implies that his promotion is eminent so either this end of the season or the beginning of the season he's a name to keep an eye on i'm gonna be a cornerstone of that franchise with Corbin Carroll, uh, Junior Caminaro, the beneficiary of uh, Wander Franco's legal troubles. Caminaro is already potentially one of the top one or two prospects in baseball, potentially. You know, you can argue he's better than uh, Jackson Churio. I probably wouldn't, um, <clears throat> but it's close. You know, he's very good. He was pulled from the Montgomery Biscuits game on Saturday night. I'm expecting announcement sooner or later that he's going to be in Durham. Um, so at least we get him for the rest of the season. Unfortunately, the Rays, as history show, showed when they made the playoffs, they didn't promote Wander Franco then. Um, they don't necessarily aggressively promote. So I wouldn't expect Caminaro to be up until maybe middle or end of next season still just based on how the Rays kind of treat their talent and their timelines. But that also kind of leads to a point. A lot of times I'm talking about these guys and I'm like, yeah, these guys are ready. You know, Jackson Trujillo is probably ready today, but like you see with Juan DeFranco, like he's 22 years old right now. He's in his like second or third season. Sometimes these guys are physically ready, but um, they're not mentally and socially ready for being, you know, a professional baseball player. And, give a guy a hundred million dollars and shit happens. So um, I am aggressive in my thoughts on promoting, but um, clearly there is also a downside to um, too much too soon with some of these guys. So um, teams tend to know better when these guys are ready than I do. Um, but Jackson Trurio still looks like if I had to guess, he's going to be up in Mil Milwaukee by the end of this season, um, he's he's just playing so well. He's he's basically forcing the uh, the the decision here. Uh, Caminaro, like I mentioned, likely not coming up till next year. And uh, Jordan Lawler's up, or Jordan Lawler's in AAA, and uh, Jackson Holiday. I'm on the fence about. Honestly, don't know what the the Orioles plan to do. He he probably could contribute in the majors before the end of the season. Um, just depends how aggressive Baltimore wants to get. Now, when you talk about these guys moving up and watching all of these moves, what are the prime betting markets? What are the ways that you're trying to take advantage of this? Is it about sides and totals? Is it about their player props for the rest of the season? Or is this strictly about looking ahead to next year's rookie of the year market? Well, I mean, most of it is looking ahead to next year's rookie of the year market. That's the easiest way to approach it. Um, guy like Jackson Churio, <clears throat> you know, in an event where the Brewers make the NLCS or the world series, it's definitely the kind of guy I'd be interested in betting on, uh, you know, MVP of the series. Those are tend to be available at FanDuel DraftKings. I won a big one on Jorge Soler a couple of years ago. That was cool. So, uh, you know, you're always looking for opportunities like that, guys who could make a difference. Um, but, I mean, mostly the first thing I'm looking at is guys who could get called up and actually make a difference in the playoffs this year. 
Um, fortunately, a guy like Jackson Holiday doesn't have any any baseball cards yet. So, you know, if he did, they'd already be off the charts expensive. But yeah, I'm always looking for little different things I can do. Um, baseball cards are always a, a potential avenue. Um, although I do try to keep my collection of baseball cards relatively small. Um, I do have a couple baseball cards. I got a Corbin Carroll card behind me somewhere. Um, but yeah, mostly looking next year. Um, these are just names to know, impact players, uh, fantasy, everything. But uh, Jackson Trujillo is definitely a guy um, who can help this year, right now, win a playoff series sort of guy. Anything else that you're particularly looking at? Anything you have your eye on before we head out of here? Yeah, I mean, just quick, a couple updates on the award market. Yeah, let's get into it. See Matt Olson coming down to like 16 to 1. Freddie Freeman's 4.5 to 1. Acuna minus 450. You know, I wish I could make a case for Freeman or Olson. Olson was my pick before the season, but Acuna's just been consistently great all year. Hasn't really slumped. I mean, 25, 55. It's hard to see Freeman or Olson at this point seriously, uh, you know, contending against Acuna. I don't want to say it's over, but it's looking pretty over there. Um, Garrett Cole deserves to be the front runner right now for AL Cy Young. Uh, some distance between him and everybody else. It's it's not over there, but it's it's Cole's to lose at this point. And it's ironic that Cole's finally likely going to win his uh his Cy Young in New York in a year where the Yankees are not really gonna sniff the playoffs. Um just the way shit works sometimes but yeah yeah how many games hold on real quick what are the yankees even at right now are they even oh they're five games out of the wild card there's two one and a half games ahead of the angels it's good luck um got a lot of work to do if they're serious about making playoffs i don't think so blake snell is probably the the guy i would put in first place um in the NL side, he's still two and a half to one, second favorite behind Zach Gallon. Another guy who might win a Cy Young on a team that is not going to make the playoffs, although in the Padres' case, they're also five and a half games back. So, um, yeah, similar situation to the Yankees there. Both teams likely on the outside looking in. And then um, big news for me is Gunnar Henderson, minus 170. And all of a sudden, the second favorite is Tristan Casas, who I've talked about briefly. Um, I bet his preseason home run total over. So I've actually already won that. He's at 19. I think his total was 17 and a half. So I have a couple winning tickets there, but um, I don't really just want to win those. I would really much rather win Gunnar Henderson, AL Rookie of the Year. I have a lot of money on that. I did not bet on Tristan Casas. I only bet on the home run total. All of a sudden, Casas has jumped, jumped Masataki Yoshida for second place. He's three and a half to one. Yoshida's four to one. I still actually think Yoshida's probably better. Um, Casas' numbers in the last month or six weeks have been great, but you look at war and everything, it's still Gunnar Henderson. My only concern, and this is a major thing to keep an eye on, that we're going to have to circle back to when I, I do some more research is that Gunnar Henderson's currently batting 235. That's his batting average. I know batting average is not a big deal, but like for voters, 
the 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 voting is not very deep past you know the couple main statistics war home runs you know whatever um basic stuff it's it's you know baseball card stats is what i call it yeah but in this case Gunnar henderson's batting 235 right now and i just feel like even when you look at the home runs and the slugging and everything else he's doing great he's leading the rookies in war um i just find it hard to think that voters are going to vote for the guy when they see the 235 average if i had to guess that's one of the lowest batting averages that would win a rookie of the year so i'm not saying it's impossible i'm just saying if Gunnar henderson really wants to win this award he's gonna have to raise the batting average and and some of those other ratios a little bit just because voters are going to look at that and they're gonna be like 235 can we even vote for a guy who's batting 235 um i think that'd be a historically low winner yeah, it's going to be tough, but we'll see what's going to happen there because you're right. That's part of the futures. That's part of the awards market betting. You have to, you can't just be betting based on who flat out deserves the award. It's got to be who you think the voters are going to be intrigued by. I know it was certainly something that hurt Jokic's chances of winning the MVP this year because the voters in the NBA just didn't want to give him a, a third straight MVP. I mean, I still think Gunnar Henderson is going to win it, but I, I'd, I'd really like to do some research into batting averages of winners because I have a feeling that that's just historically low. Um, and with only, you know, what are we, like 40-something games left or something right now? Yeah. Um, you can only expect the batting average to go up so much realistically. Mm-hmm. So something to keep an eye on. Maybe well, we- Josh Josh Young, 85-1. to 1. Um keep an eye on that maybe he comes back as his uh injury heals a little quicker he gets last two weeks of the season you know that's maybe a guy to keep an eye on that was a big number for someone who was you know a favorite and started the all-star game yeah that that's a very tempting number i might have to go and run and bet that after this yeah i like it Jason, for now, that is going to do it for us here on Deep Left. It has been a pleasure as always. And, of course, check out unabated.com because baseball season might be hitting the tail end, but football season is starting up. We have a ton of fantastic tools to help you get the edge this college and pro football season. Plus, you know, we've got NBA, NHL just around the corner here. Fall is almost here. Don't miss out. Head to unabated.com. Get yourself signed up for a trial and get in on the action mining some EV today. In the meantime, of course, you can always follow us on Twitter at Spreadopedia, at TV at work, and of course, at Unabated Sports. But in the meantime, best of luck, everybody, and we will see you next episode.